0: Greetings and salutations. I hope your day is both tranquil and fulfilling. I am Athanasius, and welcome back to the podcast of the Boldly Immortal. What's in a name, huh? Right. You may have noticed that uh, there's been a rebranding of the podcast. And so today I'm going to talk about my thoughts behind it. And uh, if you could give me your feedback on what you think, I'd love to hear it because I think I think it's a good direction, honestly. It's I'm gonna do a little bit of a meta talk and try and talk about what I'm doing here, which is what I do anyway. But um, we'll see we'll see what happens. That's what we usually do, isn't it? i've I've been thinking about names quite a bit, um, mostly because in in modern American culture, a name, a name really doesn't mean anything. Now, you'll have the occasional person who's named for their father or who's given a unique name. You know, it'll, this happens sometimes with girls' names, I think, more often. I mean, you might get a guy named Justice, but you get Hope, you know, it's a common girl's name or, you know, that's the only one that comes to my mind right now. But we don't, we don't name people based on what they are. And that's the way that the ancient world worked. That's the way that, well, society worked for quite a while, was you were named after what you, what you represented. And I think that's a pity because I think there's a lot of identity that can be gained from knowing what your name is, right? This is a, you know, seventh commandment issue, eighth commandment issue, eighth commandment issue. Um, you know, having a good name is a good thing. Well, in, in other societies, a good name was literal. You know, it was, you had a good name or a bad name. You know? So, you know, do you want to be called the supplanter? Well, maybe not. And so then when you get the name instead of, you know, God fights with, uh, that's a bit different, right? That's Jacob to Israel, all right? And so that, that shift is pretty significant in the way that you are perceived by other people, right? Because that is what your name is, right? Your name is the tag. It's the, it's the association of, of sounds, right? It's, the, it's a physical thing to a certain extent. It is the physical pattern in creation that defines you as different from other people, right? It defines you as someone who can be reached. It's like a temporary physical pattern that holds your place in someone else's mind, in someone else's, well, space, because the mind has to speak it out for it to be physical. But once they do, it's there, right? And then you are there you your that physical wave when it reaches people conjures up images of who you are and and that's a that's a physical reality that we we don't really take into account i think when we give ourselves names or, or, or more accurately when we give our children names but giving someone a name is going to affect who they become and that's my thesis Um i don't really have a lot of evidence for it but it's a it's a it's something I would like to explore because I don't think that just not caring about the names we give our kids is going to um, is going to make them not matter, right? There's a Johnny Cash song about this, right? A Boy Named Sue, right, where he gives the kid the name because he knows he's not going to be there. He knows, like, the dad basically knows he's a deadbeat, so he gives his kid a really terrible name uh, so that he'll have to grow up because he knows he's going to get teased about it. That's, that's an interesting confession that names do matter and that you know there's some underlying psychology going on there in how he chose the name but what if that doesn't just apply to a boy named sue what if that applies to everybody what if that's not just him what if that is actually us and and what we hear about our name is going to affect us and and then what if we made a conscious effort right instead of saying okay, I'm being affected by the world around me. I'm going to let that determine what the name means. If we instead, you know, kind of say, well, what does the name mean? And how, how should I therefore live as though this is something good, as though this is who I am and, and try and take that consciousness into it. And I, I, we can't never gain full control. I'll, I'll, you know, True admission there. We can't gain full control of how other people are going to perceive our name. But if we seek to look at the meaning that's already there, analyze it, explore it, see what happens, and then seek to guide our lives according to that, um, I see no reason why that would not be wise. The other thing is that family names generally have some source. Right, So if you're a smith, somebody in your family was probably a smith back in the day, and you just kept the name. Uh, it gets more complicated with other languages when you're trying to translate names. But in general, I would argue that that holds true, that a name means something. So wh- why why talk about it today? Well, I renamed my podcast, if you couldn't tell. Um, you probably noticed that you were subscribed to some weird new podcast you know you were subscribed to known ego Solus yesterday and now it's i am athanasius why the rebrand well one the name means something the name matters um there's part of me that's doing this because okay the first the first one i chose why did i choose it it was latin for i'm not alone and it was a reminder to me that i that i could leave my little bubble of feeling a bit miserable about myself, you know, feeling let down, and get out there and actually put my voice out and people would listen. That there are people who would be willing to listen to me and that therefore I should be willing to listen to other people because there's other people like me out there. There are other people who have that same feeling, who need to be heard, who need to just just have an ear to listen to. And so if I'm going to be sharing my voice, I should also be willing to share my ears. It's a, it's a I, th- I would argue, a good combination of those two points. Um, in Latin, why Latin? Because Latin is a dead language. If you want something to not be misinterpreted, put it in a dead language. Uh, so that was great while I had it, but there were a couple problems with it. One, nobody speaks Latin, and those who do are generally um, hoity-toity about it. You know, it's not common and it's not easy to understand. The general phrase was also a little bit clunky, in terms of you know what are you going to what Latin you're going to choose. It uh, it wasn't exactly the best the best decision in my mind. Now, it was it was passable and it was unique, but it was also a little bit it was a little bit closed in its potential. And I'm not saying the one I have now is better, or is perfect, but it's better. It's definitely better. Um, A lot more modern, and it's a lot more, I would argue, comprehensible for the outside world. Now, a word like Athanasius, that's that's a strange word, right? What does it mean? But that's effectively what the podcast aims to explain. And I do think that that is a more accurate explanation of what's going on. Athanasius is one of my middle names, and I'm very proud of it. My my, <laughs> I'm proud of it. My my dad gave it to me, and it is the name of one of the early church fathers who fought in defense of the the doctrine of the Trinity. Right, great guy, uh, hothead, and you know, Athanasius against the world was like the motto. It's like he's he's a bit of a stubborn headed fella, but. While I do uh, appreciate that piece of his legacy, what I find fascinating is just the meaning of the word. And it's why I think the the word can become generally applicable. Athanasius means immortal. And that is it. That's what my podcast is. It's It's I am immortal. It is that simple. And... And that's where the, the tagline comes, right? Weekly pondering ground of the boldly immortal. That's my, that's my tagline for this podcast now. Uh, it might adapt over time, but for now, I think it's pretty good. That's the, that's the mindset that I want to bring to this podcast, right? And that's the biggest thing is that the, the name and the, the concept that it is focused around is going to be what the podcast becomes, and in the past, it was just, hey, this is, these are some things that I th- happen to think, and if you like it, you like it, and if you don't, you don't. Well, that's great. That's great. And for all of you who have listened so far, thank you for listening to that, whatever it was, and whatever it continues to be. But I think I've, I've honed in on an idea that I want to explore more, or a theme that I want to actually focus around, that as an immortal person... I, must, I am compelled to interact with the world around me in a certain way. I'm compelled to think about life a certain way. If if we are, in fact, immortal, then the world changes. And I don't think that I've given that much consideration, much conscious consideration. But that should be something I do. And if I'm going to be talking to other people, perhaps, all right, and this is the, the theory, perhaps they would like to join me in this exploration of immortality, right? Perhaps when we, we go through these these ideas like the, the nature of the body, the, uh, the nature of, of men, you know, class structures in society, the, the need for free time in the mind, the need for the mind to relax, that, that some of these ideas... Are important to to look at because of our of our limited time here, and our and what and asking the question, what should we do while we are here? So that will be the focus for at least the near future. Is this this concept? I am immortal. I am Athanasius. Right. It is me looking at that name and saying, I'm going to embrace it and try and understand what it means. Now, the other part of that is. I am going to bring in some ideas of the stubborn-headedness. If you ask my family, they'll tell you, I'm already there with the stubborn-headed ridiculousness. Right? Last week we did the shave head thing. Right? Shouldn't have really done that, or at least, <laughs> according to to a lot of people I know, I'm I'm kind of happy with it right now. But mostly because it's back, it's not fully shaved, and you know it's finally growing. But that kind of just stubborn-headed action hopefully focused towards ideas and you know then hopefully moving from ideas into some sort of physical reality right that is the goal is taking anything that i talk about and trying and doing something with it Uh, whether it's just building a community or whether it's um you know going and working out or whether it is getting a uh, you know a specific filling a specific vocation in life um so so that's the first part of the of the rebrand and that's really where the name the name comes from now if you're looking at the podcast logo you might notice there's a little bit of a change going on with it Right, right first of all the circle at the top has now gone all the way around that was mostly because it was convenient but i think it looks pretty good so it's gonna stay um the bigger thing is you probably notice there's a bear there now um and this is where the, I guess, the other parts of the names start to coalesce. I was looking at the meaning of my name because I really haven't known. And it was it was always something that, it always seems like something that I'm, I'm ashamed of. My last name is kind of hard to pronounce. I'm not going to pronounce it here. But it's also, you know, it's just, it's very German and it's not English. And, you know, I'm, I'm repeating myself there, but it's that, it's not a name that comes as something that you would understand. It's not Smith or John's son. You know, it's, it's a little more complicated than that. So I, I tried to look it up. And it's not, I could not find its exact meaning. But the rabbit hole that I went down led me toward that it is effectively a, a variant of a German surname coming from the same uh, root name as Bernard, Right So that you have this this basic name that kind of gets shortened and, and abbreviated and changed a little bit for the use as a last name rather than a first name. Okay. so then what's Bernard mean? Bernard effectively is like the bold or um, hardy bear. And, and you know to okay, so it's good names personally i like the word the adjective stalwart the stalwart bear right i'm of the clan of the stalwart bears or the audacious bears right the intrepid bears the boldly the bold bears um it's got a little bit of a poetry but it's also kind of awkward but see then this is where the other piece of the of the name comes in right so that's why the bears but then you combine that with the other name, right? The boldly immortal, right? If, if this is part of what my identity is, why not embrace it? If this is in the name, why not give it meaning? Why not say, well, hey, maybe there is some value to this thing that my parents put upon me at my birth, right? Because I didn't choose it. I mean, this is, we're, we're talking like baptism stuff. I did not choose my name. This is, you know this is actually what happens at baptism. you, know, you, you get a name, you, you are baptized as as a person with a name and you are given a you know effectively a, a, a name upon you, which is glorious but but you you have you have a name, a set of words that, that defines you given to you by your parents. Why not embrace it? right? That's the thought. So I am a boldly immortal bear. And there's some other pieces to my name that I'm going to keep to myself, mostly, uh, for privacy's sake. And eventually, we'll get into them, possibly. But that little bit is is a is a fantastic idea. I mean, literally, it's it is it is fantasy. It is high, glorious fantasy that you have, you know, a a man here talking to you who is of the the, the, the bear clan, the, who claims that he is immortal, with with no regrets, who's going to go out and speak to you, whoever you are, not knowing who you are, not knowing what you might think of that, willing to face the consequences of whatever you think, if you should happen to disagree, if you should happen to find some way to stir up a fight, find who I am, and try and get me fired, fine, do it you're going to be doing it because I believe what is true because I confess the truth that humans are now immortal whether you believe in Jesus or not you're immortal because Jesus was risen from the dead Jesus is risen just as he said that was from uh, Jonathan Fisk's most recent sermon got to actually see him on Sunday fantastic guy Um, he is risen Jesus is risen just as he said right? It's not just me. It's it's everybody. Everyone is immortal because because death is broken. And if death itself has been broken, and we believe in the resurrection of the body, we've been through this already. We are all immortal. Everyone is already immortal. And the question is, what are you going to be doing for immortality? And I'm not going to stop saying that. And in fact what I hope to do in this podcast is focus in on the edges of that. What does that mean? What are the what are the things that I should be doing now with myself, right? What do I do if I'm if I'm immortal? What do I do on while I have this time when before I die? Well, wow, that's a fantastic question. Right? It it totally it should totally recontextualize our lives because the people around us don't think this way. The secular world does not think of themselves as immortal because they are surrounded by death. They are, they are consumed by it. And, and since they cannot escape its presence and, and the belief that it has some finality or the belief that afterwards is some myth that they come up with about the spirit and never the body, never the body. I mean, seriously, the only the best you can get with a body after death is, is reincarnation, right? But it's assuming that your current one isn't good and it, that nothing can happen to it. Everyone else, every other religion assumes that your body is done when you die. Because that's what's visible. It takes faith to believe that your body can rise from the dead. And it takes faith in in a God who is bigger than you, significantly bigger than you. And that's what we have because we have a God who's bigger than death itself. And that's amazing. And that is amazing and that that is so fundamentally life-changing. So, right? I keep saying that, but right, we're back to it. I am Athanasius. I am immortal. That is that is what I want to to focus my thoughts around and see what happens. And it's going to cover things like class structures in the United States. Why? Because this side of the resurrection, we have to deal with that. We have to look at how do we speak of and think of one another? How do we interact with one another? Because we're dealing with people. It's going to deal with the the nature of time in our lives, the nature of human interactions. It's going to deal potentially with the myths and legends. It's going to deal with stories about uh, climate change. It's going to deal with looking at cultural interactions. It's going to look at communities, right? Right now, I'm just looking through old podcasts. And it'll deal with some theological topics as well, sure. It There's no, there's no limitation, really. I mean, there's a few limitations, but there are there's a lot of opportunity to talk about a lot of different things and I believe that this is going to be beneficial for I guess one the brand to be more specific about what it is, right? This isn't some theology podcast. this is this is me. This is my voice speaking to you telling you what I think. That's that's what the the title claims. you know it, it, it is a bit more of an expression that this is personal with me and with you uh, from me to you and I hopefully hope to hear back from you uh, whenever possible comments are available on the website um, feel free to share your thoughts but uh, yeah please like comment and subscribe <laughs> it's a joke but I, I feel like i should probably say it so that's why the rebrand and i might get some weird thoughts and weird projects that come out of this based around actually having some focus, some concept to to wrap my creative juices around, right? Some some locus to place my attention. And that's that's the benefit of something like this. It's not it's not as abstract. Now, it's still somewhat abstract. You know, there's a lot of a lot of opportunity for just kind of talking about things, but it's more focused than it used to be. And it gives a little bit better explanation of of the goal here Now I want to explain the other part of the logo, right? So we've explained the bear But I don't know if if I've ever really explained the the other piece of it the runes And so I want to get into that and even if I have it's a good I think it's a good refresher because it's art that I'm actually very proud of It's a little bit modernistic, but it's also it has meaning behind it, and I want to hope help uh, share that if you, if you look at the logo right now, you'll notice there are two halves effectively, a red half and a blue half. Those are the key pieces. And the red half has these two diverging um, triangles that are kind of set at, at an angle so you could see that there's almost like a diamond in between them and it's a weird it's a weird looking shape. But the two on, the blues on the other side look like little mountains to a certain extent. It's it's a bit odd looking sure so what's it mean well on the right, i want you to take the, the line between them as uh, the dividing point and if you start at the top of that line and you go to the left and you trace the outline of that red of those red triangles you end up with a sigma a capital sigma right for those of you who've done math before this is like the the, the sign for a summation and on the other side, if you take that middle line and then you you trace around those triangles, you get a uh, capital beta. And then, if you look at the, there's a little bit of an extra piece that comes off of the upper right triangle, that that upper blue triangle. There's a little piece that goes off to the to the right and up. And so there's a superimposed Y within the structure. And that is a uppercase upsilon. These three Greek runes, sigma, beta, upsilon, are the three starting letters of the phrase, baptism saves you. Baptism saves you. And superimposed there by by artistic means is a circle on the top with an unfinished triangle-looking thing, right? It looks kind of like a sideways F, and and then there's also a base at the bottom what what's going on there right this is this is classic christian imagery though look at the base and then look at the up to the upsilon there's a chalice right and with the base up to that little y shape that's a chalice and then with a circle over the chalice is the is the bread um, and that little that little f looking thing right if you just look at it as a vertical item i it was a it was an image I developed to represent both a tent and a mountain, right? The, both the the movable resting place and the more permanent resting place of God in the Old Testament, right? Where he, he first descends on the mountain, and then he dwells in tents, he tabernacles with his people. Um, and so now, and then, and then at the temple, right up on the mountain, there it is again that that little thing is meant to represent the dwelling place of God with men. And so you have within the, the host and the, the chalice, right? You have the dwelling place of God with men in the physical presence of, of God. It is, for me, uh, uh, a bold confession of the sacraments, right? Baptism saves you. And God dwells presently in his uh, in his other sacraments. So that's my that's my goal with that, right? It is a confession of my Lutheran faith. It is a confession of what I believe about the the truth of the world. So you're welcome to disagree with that and listen to the other thoughts that I have, and and I hope I hope you do, and I hope you let me know what you think, because I would love to to learn, and I would love to share those thoughts um, with with other people for the sake of friendly Christian or, heck, secular dialogue, because it's fun. But that's what that means to me. That is my confession, right? And and I would argue that in terms of art, if we're going to go about it in a simpler way, we might as well put more meaning behind it, right? Make, make it, you know, I, I hate those those abstract art pieces that just don't you can't tell what they mean, and they don't explain it simply. Well, I hope that I've somewhat explained the the reason behind my my logo, and now the reason behind the name, and I think that now truly they come together in a in a cohesive way. So, thanks for listening. Let me know what you think, and I hope to to hear back from you, um, and I hope to have you back again. As we look to build this new brand into something that can uh, handle the, the thoughts and whims of one boldly immortal fellow who is seeking to find out who he is and seeking to share that with other people. And I hope that you'll come along with me on that journey because it's not just me, right? We are immortal. And each one of you could say that. So, until then, I'm Athanasius. Thanks for joining me.